0: Welcome to Freedom Church. We are doing church online today and so I'm excited because it's our first ever online church service. I know some of us, some people have asked, hey, why are you doing this? Can you do this? And the answer is we can do it. Why? We are being difference makers this week. Our mission at Freedom Church, if you're just joining us, our mission is to help people take the next step in their relationship with Jesus together. And we just believe, we just believe that if you take that next step, whatever God's calling you, that you find God. And when you find God, you find freedom. And so we want to encourage people to take those next steps. We're being difference makers this week. So we are unapologetically uh, focusing all of our attention on uh, inviting people to Easter. And trying to introduce as many people uh, to Jesus as we can on Easter and so whether if you're on spring break today if you're sitting in your in in your home today in your pajamas or wherever you are around the world uh, we want to encourage you to be a difference maker and a difference maker is someone who points other people to the difference maker Jesus a difference maker in our context as we define defined it at Freedom Church is someone who points other people to the difference maker Jesus and we've gone through a, an entire series today we are going to be looking at somebody else who was a difference maker as well but before I jump into that we've got a few announcements about Easter and this week that are that are big that are that are coming up and so one is we just filled up twenty thousand Easter eggs yesterday and they are ready to go for the Easter egg hunt this coming Saturday and so the hunt starts at 10 a.m. at Ashley Pond but we need volunteers we're going to be running as a church we're going to be running um, our own station our own booth we're going to be giving away bicycles we're going to be running uh, jumpies obstacle courses um, and, and also if you work at the event uh, wear your Freedom Church t-shirt, but if you don't have one, this is one of the few opportunities where you get one for free. So you come and sh- and show up, and we're going to get you a t-shirt, but you get to tell people about what God is doing at Freedom Church. And what God is doing is we are telling people about Jesus, and we are sharing the gospel at Freedom Church. So when people come, they're going to hear about Jesus. So come be a, a, a Difference Maker with us on Saturday, March 31st, at Ashley Pond sign up online and that is freedomla.church uh, slash Easter go to our website go to the Easter uh, page and sign up so we make sure we have enough people in each time slot or we don't get overbooked as well but we need your help for that and then the other announcement is on Easter Sunday at the Holiday Inn Express 11 a.m. we're gonna have Easter service it's gonna be awesome we got some uh, special treats for you guys but also we are going to have lunch immediately following the service and so you can also go to the same website um, go to the Easter page and you can sign up to bring a dish but we're going to have a a lot of fun just hanging out together after the service as well it's a great way not only to invite a friend to Easter but say hey come and have lunch with us as well we're just going to hang out and have a good time all right I want to jump into part three of our difference maker series and we've been looking at uh, different difference makers people who point people to Jesus in this series today we're gonna be in Acts chapter 8 I'm not gonna have it up on the screen so you're gonna have to uh, get your Bible out Acts chapter 8 is we're going where we're gonna be we're gonna look at a guy named Philip and this is Philip the evangelist is kinda of his nickname and this is not Philip the Apostle that's in the Gospels This is Philip who was chosen as a servant, as a deacon in Acts chapter 7. So two different guys. But Philip the evangelist. And and really, evangelist, that is a churchy word that can cause a lot of anxiety in our chest when we think about that word evangelism, people who would go and, and, and share their faith, or maybe you think about knocking on doors and, and, and witnessing to people, or you're going to have to be some uh, crazy person at work that's got your Bible and you're always hitting people with it, or I, you know, I don't know, like for me it can cause some anxiety, but um, evangelists, the Bible says, hey, the Spirit's going to give some people a gift for evangelism, and that is... People who could like just stroll up into Target, get onto the intercom, and and they could somehow, some way, just give a gospel invitation, and in Target 200 people would give their life to Christ. Like God just gifts people that way to where just they speak and people get saved. It's pretty crazy. That's not for all of us yet. Yet all of us have a calling. For evangelism. We have a calling, a mission. Every single Christian has a calling to go and share your faith. And that was that was outlined in, in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It's also in all four of the Gospels as well, where Jesus says, hey, you're going to go, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and throughout the entire world. You're going to tell people about me. Well, Philip he, he kind of started that one in Samaria. If you read in the first part of Acts chapter 8, he, he, he was the one that, that started reaching people in Samaria first and reaching that part of the mission, which is why he's called an evangelist. But we're going to look at a story from him in Acts chapter 8, starting in verse 26. And as we talk about evangelism, Um, i always freak out because again i I think of it more like a confrontational where i'm going to have to be like on a street corner or something like that and that's not the case Um, it can be your style like peter in the gospels and in i mean in acts as you see peter he was very confrontational he was in your face he was blunt and that was his style but that's not everybody's style you see plenty of other styles in scripture as well. You see, as we've looked, you see people that are kind of invitational. The woman at the well, she was like, Hey, everybody come meet this man, uh, Jesus. And she didn't tell them about Jesus. She was the confrontation and said, Hey, just come and in, in, in see. We looked at the guys who carried the paralytic and and they just brought their friend to Jesus. We they didn't tell them anything, they just brought them to a place where they could meet Jesus, which is why we say if you invite people to church invite people to freedom church we're going to tell them about jesus and that is a that is evangelism to invite people to a place where you know they're going to hear the gospel we're going to do that on easter so if that's your style go with it stick with it there's intellectual styles where it's like hey kind of like debating a little bit a little bit more scholarly maybe that's your style as well serving that's certainly a style to serve other people Stephen um in in the in the acts we see that he was a a servant And that's how he best uh, shared his face, how he was an evangelist. Uh, We see people were testimonial. Paul was definitely like this in scripture where he would just say, hey, this is my story. This is how God intervened in my life. And he would just tell people the gospel through what God had done in his life. So maybe that's you. Maybe you're a little bit more testimonial or just relational. Barnabas, who we looked at last week, was super relational with people and God used him in a powerful way to, uh, to, to see people get saved and give their life to Christ. So to me, it's it, it's be you. You don't have to be anything else but yourself when you're telling other people about Jesus. So if you're better for serving, then serving. If you're better for share, sharing your testimony this is what God's done, sharing your story, then, then do that. We don't have to freak out when we think about uh, evangelism. God's made your personality for you to be you. And you can use that in a powerful way to see other people's lives transformed. Uh, But the other thing we need to know is that evangelism is a process. People, when they give their life to Christ, that's a moment in time. It's a moment in time. But we need to understand that this is a process. And it can span years, decades, or it could happen in a day. It could happen in in, in a short span of time too. But evangelism... Is a process. We're going to look at it today, and as we've been looking at this series, um, we've been looking at a process develop friends, or or, um, uh, develop friendships, discover stories, and discern next steps. That's the process develop friendships, discover stories, and discern next steps. That's a process where I think everybody's style can find a way into that process very naturally. So let's start in Acts 26 and let's see what Philip does as he meets a gentleman who gets saved. Uh, Starting in verse 26, Acts chapter 8, 26, it says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and he went on his way, and he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official, in charge of all the treasury of Cadence, Queen of Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Now let's stop right there. The angel of the Lord says, go. That's what our mission is. God says, go and tell other people. And then what I love is the very next uh, verse. It says, so he started out. I could just end the sermon right there. If you wanna be successful in life, you wanna be a difference maker in life. When God says, go, and then the next sentence of your life is, and then you started out, and you did whatever he did, um, that that's it. That's a difference maker. You're gonna you're gonna see God use you over and over and over if you have that type of faith that you're gonna take risks. Whenever God speaks, it may not make sense, but He told me to go, and I'm gonna do it. And so this is what Philip did. Angel of the Lord said, "Go," and Philip went. He started out, and he meets this eunuch. And it says, on his way home, he was sitting in a chariot reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. And the Spirit, again, the Spirit speaks. This is so important that you are in tune with what God's doing. You're listening to him, listening to his voice. You're in the Word, and you're listening to what God says. And it says here that the Spirit told Philip, go, there it is, that word again, to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran. There again, Spirit says go, and it says that Philip ran to the chariot, and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet this is so important for the first thing in the process developing friendships the spirit said go to the man and he ran up there if you want to develop friendships you're gonna have to have proximity you are going to have to be near people to to be able to develop friendships. It says that, that the, the Spirit said walk over and walk beside the chariot and Philip ran. He was super intentional. Develop friendships is not gonna happen in isolation. It's gonna take intentionality and it's gonna be in the proximity of people. Which leads to the next thing. When you're in the proximity of people, you are naturally just going to discover their stories. Now we don't we know the eunuch's uh, uh, backstory. We don't know how the conversation went, but this is something that's so important that you can um, uh, be very helpful in understanding people's stories because we're not just listening; we're trying to gain understanding. But where? Who was this guy? He was the treasurer uh, for the queen of Ethiopia. You can ask questions or, or listen to stories to discover just who people are and then you can also discover stories in where have they been where was this guy he was returning from jerusalem he was worshiping in jerusalem so you can ask you can you can ask people you can listen to the stories and you discover where have you been but not only where have you been but where are you going where are you heading this guy he was heading home And then also you can, as you listen to people's stories and you start to understand, you see where are they at right now? And this man was on his way home, but he's in his carriage and he's not just in his carriage. The dude has a Bible. He is reading the Bible, the scripture. There it is. The spirit said, Philip, go. He had no idea what that meant whenever he was going to go on this road. And then all things kind of line up and spirit says, hey, this is the man. Go. This is the thing I've sent you for. This one man, this guy's story, this guy had been in Jerusalem worshiping, he was headed home, and there he is. Now, what do you do with that? As a difference maker, what do you do with that to discover stories? Best thing you can do is ask questions. So Philip had nothing better to ask than this. He said, "Uh, do you understand what you're reading? That's it. He asked a question, and here's what happens when you ask questions, This is a non-threatening question, um, but you're going to get either an open door or a closed door, and this is going to help you gauge on whether or not the next thing is discern next steps, but it will help you gauge what those are, what those next steps are. Closed door, open door. What did he get? He got, he says, uh, do you understand what you're reading? The guy's reply was, how can I, unless somebody explains it to me, open door or closed door. That is an open door for you to take the conversation a little bit deeper. And so he invited Philip to come up and sit with them. You think that's an open door? Hey, come up and sit with me. All the things are kind of lining up here as he's developing this friendship, which happened in an instant. And now he's discovering stories. Where had he been? Where was he going? Where is he now? And now he's starting to discover a little bit more. He had an open door to come on up. You're going to recognize in your conversations real fast. Is this an open door that maybe we can talk a little bit more about this later or maybe it's like, okay, we're gonna lead a little bit more time. We're not gonna like push this too much because there's just some obvious closed doors that they don't want to talk about it right now. You never know. But that's gonna help you discover those stories. And then the next thing is discern next steps. So he gets up into the into the carriage and then he finds out this is what the eunuch was reading in the passage in verse 32. It says he was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before the shearer is silent so he did not open his mouth in his humiliation he was deprived of justice who can speak of his descendants from his life was taken for his life was taken from the earth the eunuch asked Philip this is part of discovering stories tell me please who is the prophet talking about himself or someone else then philip i love this i love this then philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. This is so important in discerning next steps. You have to to start where they are at, not where you are at, not where you want them to be at, but in order to really understand somebody and really help them discern their next steps, begin where they are at, not where I want them to be, not where I think they should be, but where they're at. That's what Philip did. He answered this man's question. and It says that he began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. He took that, discerned the next steps, and then told the man about Jesus. He had an open door. God said, go. He goes. Then he sees this man and God says hey this is this is the moment this is the guy so he goes next to the guy the guy is reading his Bible okay things are starting to line up he asks a question do you understand and then he gets an open door and invite saying um, I can't understand this unless somebody explains it I need somebody to explain it come on up here that's a green light that's a green light an open door for you to be able to tell somebody about Jesus and and that's part of working with God working with the Spirit and seeing the circumstances in front of you having an open eyes and then he goes and he discovers his story discerns next steps and he shares and the man gives his life to Christ he gets saved it was a process but in that moment he gets saved it says um, it says in verse 36 they traveled along the road and they came to some water and the eunuch said look here is the water why shouldn't I be baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both of Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip was baptized. Side note, side note, we believe at Freedom Church that baptism is a symbol, uh, a representation of you giving your life to Jesus Christ. So we do not believe that salvation or that baptism saves you. It, it, it plays no part. It is a, purely a symbol. But we also believe that, that baptism is something that happens after. Every time you see someone get saved in Scripture, is they got saved first. They gave their life to Christ. They put their faith in Him, and then they got baptized. Well, then, not only that, but we also, even though we, we haven't yet done a baptism yet, but we will, and as soon as we do, we don't. We don't sprinkle. The word baptizo in Scripture uh, in the Greek means means to dunk. And you see here that they were looking for a body of water. It says that they went down into the water. And he came up out of the water. So you see that idea, that representation of a, of a dunk. And it says the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away and the eunuch did not see him again, but he went on his way rejoicing. See, Philip... Was a difference maker he was listening to God God gave him an opportunity he stepped into it and it changed that man's life when he gave his life to Christ and they didn't see each other again it says but who cares that man said that he met Jesus that day and that he was rejoicing and he'll see that he'll they'll have their reunion in heaven someday as a difference maker we We have a mission to change the world, to reach the world, which is like this big, grand vision, which can seem overwhelming at times. But you say, how do you change the world? Just like Philip, you change it one story at a time. You You don't have to go and save everyone all this moment and get overwhelmed with how hard and how big of a challenge that is. If you just focus on seeking God and seeing the moments right in front of you, If you you listen to God and he says, hey, go, and then you go and do, God's going to use you as a difference maker each and every day if he can because that type of heart, that type of faith-filled risk-taker is like someone that God says, I can use that person. I will use that person, and he will drop opportunities in your life. May not result in, in conversion, but that's the thing. Evangelism is a process. It is a process. Over time, And you may not even see anyone get saved, but you are obedient to what God tells you to do. He said go, and then you go and you do. How do you change the world? One story at a time. Listen, every single person on this planet has a name. Every name has a story. Where have they been? Where are they going? Where are they now? Every single story matters tremendously to God. And because they matter to God, they matter to us at Freedom Church. We want to be difference makers. We want to be on mission. We want to listen to God and then point other people to the difference maker and praise Him for everything that He's given to us and what He wants to do through us. Listen, we have a grand grand opportunity, a great opportunity this Easter season, this week, to be difference makers. We're going to be telling people about Freedom Church um, at the egg hunt. They're going to be wondering, who the heck is Freedom Church? Where do you meet? We get to tell them about that. Why? Because we talk about Jesus. We share the gospel at Freedom Church. And then when they come to Easter or when they come another week, we have an opportunity to celebrate when, when we point people to Jesus and they give their life to Christ. We're going to see our friends, our family, our co-workers get saved, and they're going to go on rejoicing just like that man did. My prayer for you, my prayer for you is that you are obedient to whatever it is that God's calling you to do. That you take your next step. And when you do, when you take that next step, you will find God. And when you find God, you will find freedom. And guess what? When you take that next step, other people will will also find freedom in their relationship with God because they're going to see God through you. Today, today, today. God may be calling you to be a difference maker in someone's life. Would you take the time to pray for that person today? Would you take the time to, to, to ask God to give you the courage to invite them to Easter? To give, give you the courage to, to uh, share about your relationship with Jesus in whatever style is yours? For some of you today, for some of you today, you might be watching this online or and, and 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 God may be saying, Hey, on church online, I want you to get saved. That I want that, that God is calling you today to give your life to Jesus Christ. That you don't want to wait till Easter. You don't want to wait until another time. You understand, hey, I have sin in my life, and Jesus Christ gave his life for for my sin, for my shame, for my regrets. Everything um, I've done in my life. I can't earn favor with God. Jesus earned it on the cross. And then when he conquered death, when he rose from the grave, um, he he paid for all my sin and he gives me a chance to have life. God loves you and wants a relationship with you desperately. And it's only through a relationship with Jesus and it requires faith. You will never be able to experience the relationship with God until you put your faith in in Jesus Christ. And that's what he's calling you to today. And if that's you, that's awesome. Let's let's celebrate that. In fact, I want to take time to pray for those of you who are going to be difference makers and for those of you who just gave your life to Jesus Christ. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. I want to lead you guys in a prayer. So let's pray together. Father, today, I thank you so much that you love us enough that you gave us your son, Jesus Christ, so we could have a relationship with you and so father you've called us to be on mission with you you called us to be difference makers so i pray for those who you've spoken to today that this week uh, the the week of easter the passion week father that we would be bold that we would be listening to you and that you would speak to us and when you speak that we would be courageous enough to go out and share however you have called us to share and father for those who have given their life to, to jesus christ today they're sitting in their home or maybe they're at in a hotel at spring break or Wherever they are at online or on the podcast, that they would um, just surrender their lives to you. And if that's you today, I want to lead you in in a prayer. You can just pray something like this. It, it doesn't save you. It's just your heart speaking to God right now. What you feel like you want to say to Him, and I'll lead you in this prayer. You can say it along um, on online with you, with me. It says, "Dear God, I know I'm a sinner, but today I forgive. I ask you." to forgive me of all my sin. Jesus, come into my life to be my Lord, my Savior, and my forgiver. In the best way I know how, I receive you and I receive salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, to receive Christ, or if you 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 want uh, you prayed to to be a difference maker in someone's life, would you do me a favor? Email me freedomla.church at gmail.com. Freedomla.church at gmail.com. Let me know because I want to help you be able to take your next steps. Or if you're watching this on Facebook, um, you can comment um, or send us a direct message, and we'd love to journey along with you and help you take your next steps in your relationship with Jesus together. Hey. Thank you for joining us for Church Online, our first ever digital service. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And we look forward to seeing you at the the Easter egg hunt on Saturday. And then celebrating the resurrection of Jesus on Easter Sunday. It's going to be great. The best is yet to come. Have a great week.